What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Did You Hear podcast, weekly walk-off edition. I'm Pat Zhang, and I will be your host today as Emma is still out of office. So excited to be back here and talking with everyone after a little bit of a mini summer break, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll be going back on it until the second week of August, but very, very excited to come back and talk a little bit of baseball here as this episode will be dropping on trade deadline day of all days, of course, a very, very important day for the sport. A lot has happened in the month of July. We certainly could get into a ton, but I'll leave it to just our July players of the month in both the American and National League. Always one of my and Emma's favorite episodes to do every single month, and we will continue to do so here in the month of July, which, as I said, has been a big one. We've had the All-Star break. We've had the Home Run Derby. We've had, you know, the the trade deadline coming up here. Uh, with We've had some crazy trades already happen. Joey Gallo going to the Yankees. Adam Frazier to the Padres. Eduardo Escobar to the Brewers. On and on and on, and we'll see what else transpires. Uh, probably by the time that this episode even drops. But so this will probably be a little bit of a shorter episode, but still wanted to bring you guys some content and check in. Um, But we will be fully back that second week of August, Emma and I, and can't wait to get to it. But all right, so I will kick things off and start with probably the most difficult decision out of all four of these choices, and that's going to National League Position Player of the Month. I mean, there were multiple choices that you could have really gone with here. Uh, Freddie Freeman, you know, the 2020 MVP had a really tough start to the year and has completely turned it on, hitting around 400 over his last 30 games or so. AJ Pollock has been massive for the Dodgers out there in their chase to try and catch the San Francisco Giants. Harrison Bader out in St. Louis having a phenomenal month as well. We already know he's one of the best defensive center fielders in the game, but he's really come around with the bat as well. But And of course, Joey Votto, really over the last two weeks or so, has been one of the hottest hitters, if not the hottest hitter on the planet, especially home run-wise. He's up to 19 now in the season and 9 for the month of July. But there was one guy I had to go with. It's the guy I haven't mentioned going through all of those different guys that have had such a solid month. It's one of my favorite players in the game. It's someone I discussed in the offseason leading up to it with his comparisons to Ted Williams from The Athletic, which was a great article if you didn't read that from Jason Stark. It is Juan Soto, the best pure hitter in baseball, if you do ask me. Soto, for July, he's come back to being Juan Soto. And that, listen, it's not to say he was having a bad season by any means. He had a tough May, but uh, April and June were very solid. And then July, he has completely exploded, especially since the All-Star break and especially since that home run derby where he really went off. But in the month of July, Mr. Soto is hitting over 340. My favorite part about him, a 480 on base percentage, probably the best eye in the entire sport. An OPS plus of over 200, a weighted... Uh, weighted runs created plus of over 200 if I could speak see it's been a couple weeks now since I've recorded so not not in full motion like normal (laughs) Uh, nine home runs in the month of July as well that matches how many home runs he hit the entire season leading into the month Juan Soto has been absolutely phenomenal just going to since the start of the second half of the season you know after that uh, home run derby performance he's hitting 375 with a five 10 on base percentage and seven of those nine home runs have come after the all-star break 
What a month for Juan Soto. As I said, definitely could have gone in many different ways for National League Player of the Month. So many deserving candidates, but it's Juan's time. It's time for him to really get back on track and show why he is one of the better players in the game, one of the best hitters overall in the sport. And I think you're finally starting to see it, which warms my heart with all the uh, the hype I put into him in the offseason. He's got over a 54% hard hit rate as well, because you know I love to spotlight that one. We'll stay in the National League, and we'll move to pitcher there. And this was, you know, kind of an interesting one. I, I actually think on both sides of the coin here with the American and National League, there wasn't a ton of complete standouts pitching-wise. I, I think part of it is that Shohei Otani has been the guy that's really led the way, you know, pitching-wise in the American League. Didn't have his best month on the mound. Jacob deGrom's been gone basically all of July through injury. Of course, the leader in the National League. So it really did open up some spots behind them to try and take this mantle as player of the month. And if I'm looking in the National League, I'll go out west this time and I will go to Walker Bueller. And no, I do not care at all about his record as he is sitting there at 11-1 for the season. But I care much more about the numbers, and his last two months have been phenomenal with an ERA in the 1.7s for July, a 1.67 ERA in 32 innings pitched. He's allowed less base runners than innings pitched, which is always huge with the whip being under 1 at .89. And of course, the strikeouts have been there as well at 38. Not a dominant strikeout rate at 10.6 per 9 innings, but of course, a very, very good one. And Bueller is so important for the Dodgers who are dealing with injury issues with Clayton Kershaw. We all know about the Trevor Bauer disaster that's been going out there. Uh, They're looking to acquire a starting pitcher. Is Max Scherzer going to be the guy? He may be, but Walker Buehler has really helped hold that rotation together. And I do not think that can be understated in what is such an you know, important division race, because of course the Dodgers do not want to fall into that one-game playoff against the Padres, maybe even the Cincinnati Reds, who are hot as of late as well. And again, Bueller, a big reason for why that is happening. His stack-cast numbers are also pretty solid. His barrel percentage at 7.5%, which is good, not great. Um, his ERA is down at 2.19, which is just fantastic. Uh, I, I'm a big Walker Bueller guy. I do think he's the ace of the Dodgers. We, you know, Clayton Kershaw gets gets all the attention, and as he should, obviously, first ballot Hall of Famer. But Bueller's really the guy that, that holds that rotation together, and I think you are seeing it right now as they go through their, you know, injury and and other struggles to put that rotation together. Moving then into the American League. Yeah, we'll start with, again, one that I wasn't completely sold on going through. A couple of candidates for American League pitcher as well. I didn't see a ton of standouts for the month. But I, I am going to go with in the I can, well I'll go with what I considered first. Uh, Nathan Ovaldi, good month for the Red Sox. Garrett Cole put together an important kind of second half of July after a little bit of a rough start, and we know all the attention going on him for the sticky stuff as well. Lance Lynn has just been up there as a, a phenomenal, phenomenal pitcher uh, for the White Sox, and Lucas Giolito had a decent month as well, which is very, very important for him uh, coming through his his struggles earlier in the season, but. I went with Lance McCullers of the Houston Astros, the red-hot Houston Astros, the Houston Astros that have firmly put themselves in the driver's seat in the American League West, the Houston Astros that just acquired Kendall Graveman from the Seattle Mariners and what will be one of the more controversial trades of the 2021 season. Uh, I think Houston has comfortably solidified itself as the best offense in the American League, and that is no shot at the Boston Red Sox or the Toronto Blue Jays even. 
But what Houston's able to do when they're firing on all cylinders with Correa the season he's having, with Altuve bouncing back, and they haven't even gotten Bregman to do what he can do. We know about Jordan Alvarez and all that. Pitching is what a lot of it comes down to with Houston, and that is what I didn't trust coming into the season, especially with Justin Verlander going down. And Lance McCullers, coming off of the injury, has been pretty solid this season. And and I go into July, I don't think the numbers blow you away. It's a a 3-8 ERA, 30 innings pitched, a 1-3 whip. The strikeout numbers is what really stuck out to me, being about 13 per nine innings. And again, it's a guy that has held things together for the Houston Astros. And that is why I lean towards McCullers, because they need it so much. I still would like to see them go out and acquire another starting pitcher, because I I think that's where they do fall short. But McCullers has already put up a two-war this season, an F-war to be exact, which is already up there with one of his better seasons in Major League Baseball, and we're not even all the way through. You know, of course, sitting here as I record this on July 29th. So I think this month has been super, super important for the Houston Astros and that they've been able to really put a little bit of distance between them and Oakland. Oakland, of course, going for it with the Starling Marte trade, sitting there six games behind the Astros now. And he has been a massive part of that in being one of their frontline starters being able to hold things down. And as I said, I, I here I went more of the dominance-wise strikeouts. That 13 strikeouts per nine is just off the charts and only 13 walks as well. So the control has been there. Is it the most confident I've ever felt in a player of the month pick? No, but, but as I said, I don't think pitching really in the American League or the National League was your standout this month. I do think that goes more to the offense. We could have a whole discussion on how interesting that timing is, being that July was the first full month of the sticky stuff crackdown going into effect. I do think there is a little bit of a correlation there as well, where we didn't see pitching numbers as dominant. We certainly saw offense heat up, but also the weather has to play a a big part of it as well. So many things we could discuss there, but Lance McCullers going with American League Pitcher of the Month. Is it my greatest pick ever? Probably not, but that's what I went with as the Astros have been very, very hot. And then we have one more to finish this one out, and it's one that will make Emma, though she could not be on this podcast, very, very happy. And that is the third baseman for the Boston Red Sox, Rafael Devers. Devers, I feel like, has been one of the more underrated guys in the sport for the last couple of years. And a part of that is because he came into Major League Baseball so young. But he's always had the extra base hit ability. He's continued to put it all together again this year. And is just one of the more feared hitters in in all of the sport. A gorgeous left-handed swing as well. Rafael Devers, for the month of July, hit over 300 at 313, a 376 on base percentage, eight home runs, 20 RBIs, 174 OPS plus, and over a 300 Babbitt, which can be you know hard to do. A lot of Babbitt has to do with luck, but he also hits the ball really, really hard, which which doesn't hurt there. And again, talking about the Houston Astros being able to put some distance between them and the Oakland A's, the Red Sox still right there with the Rays at two and a half games, but Rafael Devers, a big reason why the Sox are sitting there at 63 and 40 with how he's played third base for them uh, this year. I, As I said, I love the swing. I love the power. A 3-7 war from him already, too, is very, very impressive, especially for a guy that, you know, isn't a great fielder and doesn't bring you a ton of speed. A lot of that is just coming from the hitter that he is. 
and he has proven himself still at just 24 years old to be one of the better hitters in all of Major League Baseball. Very, very happy to see him make the all-star team this year as well. And that is what I'm going with for American League position player of the month. Uh, overall, like I said, it's still a still a fun month, uh, you know, performance-wise. Definitely, definitely skewed hitting. Uh, National League, I felt it, as difficult as it was going with Juan Soto. I also felt the best about that because Soto has just had such a fantastic month. Uh, Walker Bueller also feel very strongly about as pitcher in the NL, even though numbers were down a little bit. But American League... Lance McCullers, and Rafael Devers. So that will round it out then for my Players of the Month. You know, let us know who your Players of the Month are. I'm sure this was, as I said, a lot happened in the month of July. So there could be a lot of different answers here. Please tweet us at DidYouHearPod to uh, to let us know what you're thinking. Can't wait to hear Emma's thoughts on all of this as well. Uh, but that will do it for us then. I hope everyone enjoyed kind of a little, you know, just, just a little mini podcast to kind of get thrown in there while we're in the midst of this little summer break we're taking again cannot wait to get back at it in the second week of august to return to our full programming schedule but as i said that is a wrap be sure to subscribe to the show on itunes and follow us on spotify leave a rating as that really helps us out follow us on twitter and instagram at did you hear pod and i don't care that she's still not on it emma that's a wrap we are bat flipping into the weekend I hope everyone enjoys trade deadline day and uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon.